0: Hello, this is Pretty Guardian and you are trapped in the nerd cage with me to talk about my 10 favorite games. So I don't want to waste any of your time. Let's just jump in at number 10 with the game farm together. So this game almost didn't make my list, but you know, I love cozy games. I love casual games. And in this one, you get to decorate and run your own little farm. It does have some multiplayer elements there. People can come visit your farm and they get a little buff for working on it. And then you're also able to visit other people's farms and you get a little buff for working on theirs. So definitely a cute, fun little game. I've spent over 700 hours decorating and designing farms in it. I love it. At number nine on my list is the game Starcraft. So Starcraft is a real-time strategy game, and it is like the sci-fi version of Warcraft made by Blizzard way back in the day, and I just love this one. One of my big things that I love about it is it was one of my first introductions to like strong female leads and those types of characters with one of theirs named Kerrigan. And in the story of the game, she starts out as a Terran, one of the Earthlings. She has really powerful psionic psychic abilities that makes her along with some other unfortunate circumstances a target for the zerg and they infest her and convert her into one of them and she just has a really amazing storyline on YouTube right now, you can actually look up like an almost cinematic version of the story where they've kind of cut together all of the cut scenes and the bits that you would need to follow it along. And it almost makes its own like epic cinematic quality film. So just amazing storytelling and gameplay in that one. At number eight on my list is the game Diablo 2. This one also has just excellent action gameplay to it. One of the things that I really love about the Diablo series is the lore. I think that they've made a really interesting dark and gritty world of sanctuary where you have angels and demons and the humans in between them all just kind of waging this ongoing war with each other. I found a lot of the world-building elements to be really inspiring in that sort of like fantasy author part of my brain. For example, with the rogues having them be part of the Sisters of the Sightless Eye and a lot of the the different factions and groups within Diablo. It also has really like tight action RPG gameplay, you can jump in there and just kill hordes of demons. And that's always a fun experience. I think that for the time that the game came out, it had really good graphics. I feel like that they were different because they kind of went with an almost more like claymation style to them rather than what we saw with the burgeoning like 3D graphics of the time. And so I, I think when you combine just all of those aesthetics of the world building, the lore, the story, the action gameplay, it created something that was really unique and interesting. And to this day, looking at games like Diablo Immortal, even though the monetization of it absolutely sucks. I am optimistic for the future of the franchise. I think Diablo 4 has the potential to be a really amazing game still. At number seven on my list is Final Fantasy IX. You know I love a good JRPG. And so I've always been a big fan of the Final Fantasy series. For me, Final Fantasy IX is where they really amped up the fantasy aspect and just turned the volume way up on that. I think it had a beautiful and engaging world, a really bright and interesting art style. And I loved all of the little mini games, like the little jump roping mini game in the beginning, or later on, as you collect cards throughout the game, there's a lot of like card battles and little things like that, that are in there too. So just a really fun and interesting game. It had a beautiful soundtrack. And as you move further, away from final fantasy 9 final fantasy 10 11 12 you start seeing a shift away from that high fantasy world building like when you get into final fantasy 15 it almost looks like a fantasy version of our modern world which is a cool and interesting aesthetic for people that are into it but i loved the almost fairy tale aspect of final fantasy 9 and it's one that i hope that they do a remake or at least like a better quality remaster than what they've done so far at number six on my List is the game Pokemon XY. So this one to me, I think just had a really beautiful aesthetic to it. I loved being able to rollerblade around the maps and check out the different Pokemon. One of my favorites was Florges. I just thought that she was absolutely gorgeous. And overall, this is just a really beautiful and fun game. It also gave us a lot of customization options as far as like decorating and making our little trainer really personalized and feel like our own. And I just thought that it had a really engaging and interesting world to explore. When it first came out there was a lot of hate towards it. There were people that didn't like that they reused a lot of older Pokemon. I personally enjoyed that they did because I felt like they gave us a really good mashup of the classics along with some new ones to kind of keep things interesting and keep things spicy. The other thing that I heard a lot of people say is criticism of the game is that it was too easy I will kind of agree that maybe compared to like one two and three maybe it was a little bit easier it does seem though that like people have had a sufficient challenge from it because a lot of people who go back and replay it when I'm watching like playthroughs on YouTube and stuff it seems like there's still a lot of like party wipes and a lot of challenge that people are experiencing with it and especially when you compare it to the versions that came later on like Pokemon sun and moon or pokemon sword and shield were kind of able to look back and go like okay so even though it wasn't as challenging as some of those earlier titles it definitely had more challenge to it compared to a lot of the more recent ones for me it was a very good middle of the road sort of challenge and i appreciate that in a game at number five on my list is the game Riza. this one is part of the Atelier series. I know some people like to get fancy on you and pronounce it Atelier, but within the games themselves, they don't really do that. So I'm just going to call it Atelier and call it a day. This one was really fun to me because even though I've enjoyed the aesthetic and like the shopkeeping and alchemy aspects of some of the previous Atelier games, this one I feel like had the most polish when it came out. The graphics were just bright and beautiful and Even the alchemy system, I think, was much more put together than some of the earlier versions. So when it all kind of combined together, it had a gameplay experience that I found really engaging from beginning to end. And I also really liked how they did the storytelling, where the obstacles started out really small. You know, you were just gathering some herbs and fighting some slimes. And then eventually the story grew into something more grand and impactful. So overall, I think it was just a really well done JRPG. And I'm looking forward to playing the second one in their little lineup and any future games that they come out with too. Number four on my list is the game Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. I love a good CRPG like Divinity Original Sin or Pillars of Eternity this one to me just really has a high level of polish to it it's very well done it has interesting gameplay because it kind of explores some of these more demonic elements of the D&D setting so you're kind of encouraged to really play with that like good and evil a little bit more than something like Kingmaker where you're just kind of that standard hero of the story so in addition to playing with the morality I think the graphics look amazing the gameplay I think is excellent It's very narrative-driven, but there's lots of dialogue options to explore, lots of little maps for you to explore, different tactical battles that happen, and it also has the sort of conquest system where you can build up your army and fight against other armies as you like conquer the demonic realms. So overall, just a very exciting and creative. CRPG. I think Owlcat Games is a great studio, and I'm also looking forward to their future projects. At number three on my list is the game Genshin Impact. This is the best free-to-play RPG that you will find on the market. It is available on mobile and then I also play it on the PC. That's kind of my preferred place to game. So their world is just this big open world environment that you can climb and glide and explore. And there's just all kinds of like puzzles to solve and monsters to fight and just a lot of really cool things built up in this world. I will also give miHoYo a lot of credit because they do this kind of like six week development cycle where there's always some sort of event or new content or different things coming out for you to check out within the game. When I first got into it they had talked about having a five-year plan with new zones and stuff like that to explore and so far they've done a really good job of delivering on that. There's been lots of new content coming out for the game. Their character design is absolutely stellar and I don't think that I've found a sort of, like, anime or mobile game within their niche that has really done it better for me. You have a, a good variety of female characters, male characters, and different types of male characters, too. Like, some are really cute and feminine, some are big, buff, and strong, and just kind of this, like, interesting variety of characters there to play with. One of my favorite aspects to the game is that the main storyline is voice acted. To me, it just adds a level of depth and realism and makes me feel more immersed in their world, that the characters I'm interacting with have their own voices and personalities. I think it's just a really interesting game. And like I said, definitely the best like free to play game that you're going to find on the market. At number two on my list is the game Tales of Berseria. Much like Final Fantasy, I'm a big fan of the Tales of series. The most recent one, Tales of Arise, was also a really good game. But for me, Tales of Berseria is my absolute favorite. I loved the female protagonist, Velvet. I thought that she was a strong and compelling character. I also really enjoyed the combat in the game with her. I just felt like it was so lightweight like you were able to flit around the screen and do these amazing flips and kicks and and fight these really fantastical enemies but it also felt visceral in a way like when she would pull out her demon arm and start screaming and slashing through enemies i felt that in a way that i don't normally feel in jrpg combat So overall, I just thought this was a really well done game. It had a great story and great combat and definitely a JRPG that any fans of that genre should check out. At number one on my list is the game Elder Scrolls Online. So funny enough, with this one, my first experience with it is that I hated it. Coming from Skyrim, I just felt like the world felt too closed off, that the gameplay was a little bit weird. I don't know. There was just something about it that rubbed me the wrong way. So I put it down. I actually had Steam return it, did not want this anymore. And then about a year later, when they did their One Tamriel update, I came back to it. So One Tamriel was a really interesting update because it changed the way that leveling and stuff works in the games, but you were able from the start of the game, brand new character to jump in and experience any of the content. You were no longer bound by level to like whatever specific area you were in. And then it also opened up the different factions, gameplay for you to experience that as well. So kind of like in World of Warcraft where the Horde versus the Alliance had kind of a different gameplay experience, in Elder Scrolls Online you had a different storyline depending on which faction you chose, but now you're able to go through and experience all the storylines on one character, which I thought was just an amazing change and it opened the game up in a way that very few MMORPGs are open to their player base. Now when I play through, I absolutely love the art style. I think it's a very beautiful game, particularly when you look at zones like Somerset and also their new High Isle expansion looks wonderful. And I love all the little stories. Elder Scrolls is a very rich and interesting world and the fact that they have such great, lore masters and writers and stuff working behind the scenes to craft quests that are as engaging as they are is amazing in my book when i play a game like final fantasy 14 a lot of times they had me running around doing stupid quests like oh you're gonna make perfume for this person but when i'm doing quests in elder scrolls online they always feel very meaningful i'm like stopping a daedric incursion or fighting a vampire lord or doing things that like a a hero would actually do. So I appreciate that level of immersion. It's also a fully voice acted game, which I just think is incredible. You know, I enjoyed it in Genshin Impact and I enjoy it here in Elder Scrolls Online. I've put over 1800 hours into this game and it is one of my absolute favorites. That is my list of my 10 favorite games of all time. If you like some of the games that I do or you want to tell me about your favorite games, jump down there in the comment section and leave me a comment. I definitely check up on them because I'm interested in hearing what our audience thinks about these games too. If you enjoyed today's video, make sure to subscribe because the Nerd Cage is always coming out with fun, new, nerdy, just kind of everything in geek culture. Check out our content because we appreciate having you trapped in the cage with us. And until next time, this is Pretty Guardian, logging out.